market for a new vehicle? Find it now at JimEllis.com, the only place where you can shop and compare more than 4,500 cars, trucks, and SUVs from Jim Ellis Automotive's entire network of 20 dealerships. I'm Stacey Ellis, Vice President of Jim Ellis Automotive. As Georgia's largest family-owned and operated dealership group, we have lots of choices for you, including one of the largest inventories of new certified pre-owned and pre-owned vehicles in the state. An exclusive collection of gas, hybrid, and electric models from 20 locations representing nearly 40 brands and featuring more than 4,500 vehicles. Start your deal online with the Jamel's Expressway and save time at the dealership or complete your entire purchase from home. Calculate your payment, determine your trade-in value, and more. And when your purchase is complete, our Jamel's Expressway delivery trucks are available to deliver your new vehicle to your home or office. Ready for a quick, easy, and convenient car buying experience? Visit Jamelis.com today. Jamelis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download The Fan app. This guy was here to buy a car, and all of a sudden he's on a is radio that true? show. I thought yeah. I was having a fever dream. I don't know if you know this. I'm on a lot of medication, and I just saw you standing there. It was like in that movie where all of a sudden, like, there's always... Uh, and then you were gone. I was like, did I even see that? Was that Tom Hart? Yeah, Tom Hart from the SEC Network here to buy a Toyota. Next thing you know, he's a radio guest. Well, uh, Funny world, Tom. Shalini in a hat threw me off. I, who, oh, who, they're inviting yeah. homeless guys on the set now? <laughs> no wonder they want me to come on. Well, and I said, food. I can come in here. I'm on the radio. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the radio, too. Get out of here. And then they saw Domino him. had to vouch for me. The first thing he did was he put <laughs> seven pancakes in front of him, and they were like, I knew it. He's just here for the food. He doesn't work for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to learn to have have more fun did i wave to you like i wasn't even sure if i nodded or waved i was like i i think i saw tom hart Who's but that i'm telling creep you over my... there behind the orange forerunner and, I, and i'm in my head I'm like, that is impressive that orange forerunner right? that's not bad yeah so a tennessee fan doesn't buy that they're doing something wrong that's good call yeah. so are you really here on the line yeah all right <laughs> listen this guy recommended I come up here, this guy named Kevin McAlpin. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's I kind have. of a big deal. Okay. Uh, put me in touch with the right salespeople. Kevin Kurth showing me around. Man, they got some vehicles out All here. Right. What else do I need to do? Well, on that, now you get to be on the radio. Here's what we need for you to do, though. And I'd really like it done in one take, Mr. Sportscaster. <laughs> I need for you to read that phone number, and because now you're a part of this. Okay, fine. And I need for you, and we're going to, you know what I'm going to do first? Who's the richest friend you have that could be listening today? Don't give me somebody nine states over. Yeah. Who's the richest friend that you might have that could be listening today? <laughs> I know that answer. And the guy we we're just talking about, it's Brad Nestler. Yeah, that's the richest guy in town. So he's got to get off his wallet and do what? <laughs> he's got to call 770-273-0992. He listens with his beautiful wife. So if he can't call in because he's driving one of his ah. fancy cars, she can call in. Okay. 770-273-0992. And you know, if he does, you know what we're going to give him? We're going to give him the Dick Vitale treatment. We're going to give him the Dick Vitale treatment. We're going to let him Mr. know. <laughs> Yeah, and so Brad, you really, you Tom, can't put a price tag on that. You've been, call, you've been called out, Brad Nestler. And we have no problem with shaming people two times a year. This is Cam Twin Lakes. It's two times a year. We'll shame you. I'm sorry. Yeah, you get off the coming. wallet. Come on. Call in. All right. So it's baseball season for you now on the SEC Network? Uh, close. I got basketball still through the SEC tournament. I've got, I'm headed to Tuscaloosa tonight for Bama and Texas A&M tomorrow on ESPN at noon. And then I'm taking my son Andrew with me, uh, just kind of a guy's trip. So I said, if we're going to go to one game and you're going to sit next to me while I work, let's go to another game. So we're going to drive down to Auburn after and go see Auburn. 
Auburn and Kentucky for the oh, nightcap. And they've been lined up for like two or three days oh, there waiting to get in, right? incredible. I mean, Barnum and Bailey have nothing on Bruce Pearl. <laughs> that guy could sell ice to Eskimos. He's That place is going to be jammed. It's turned into the best home court advantage in college basketball. It, it, do you honestly believe it's that now? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was at Allen Fieldhouse earlier yep. this season. That place is incredible. Um, there's, I don't think there's any place louder than the jungle, than what they do at Neville. The roof is, the ceiling's low, okay. right? So that sound really stays in on top of the court. Everybody's jammed in. But there's, there's a Bruce Pearl factor to this, though. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. And He's convinced people that you've got to be there to support our guys, and you've got to be loud, and he's, well, he's I, selling. I think what he's also doing, look, football has been up and down there, and I think he's one of those guys that says football and basketball not only could, they should exist together. We should be creating an atmosphere for a student base that you go, oh, wait, we're just going to go from that season into this one. We're going to have a good time when we do it. I don't want to upset people and say that Auburn's better or this much different than anybody else. But from a community standpoint, they really stress that as a whole. Like, mm-hmm. we're all kind of in this together. And I think we all know that other schools, it's, you know, football's doing their thing over here and basketball's well, doing their women's basketball. The team they're playing you Kentucky. You Kentucky. I mean, they, they sort There's of brought a divide. it out to Front Street. Football school or a basketball school? I was in the middle of that a couple of years ago. Well, yeah, right. And Calipari, uh, they're on a they're on a streak that's not going very well. He, no. he didn't. So, what do you think of this? Your network covers the game. He doesn't go to the post game press conference. What do you believe? I think he went to the post game press conference, but he doesn't go do the radio show okay. in front of all the fans as, okay. as is routine there. Okay. So he's kind of taking that opportunity to say, "Yeah, I got to go walk the dogs." Okay. Which you know, if you lose three in a row at home at Rupp, which you've never done before. Right. Maybe it's a good time to walk the dogs. You know how I feel. You've been around baseball. I said at least once a week, if not twice, manager shouldn't have to speak today. He shouldn't speak pregame. He shouldn't speak postgame. And I'm not trying to screw anybody in the media. I'm just telling you that it's too many. Uh, I think you're entitled, if you get your rear end kicked, to go, you guys got these jobs because you know about baseball. Yeah. Go write about it, and you're not going to insult me because we deserve everything you say. I think that should be a few times a year at least you should be able to pull that card out and go, hey, man, we weren't good tonight. You guys have every right to go write about it. The dirty secret in sports media is that everyone has to cover it that night, and coaches and managers don't want to have to say, you know what, my guys suck today. We did everything right. We did everything we were supposed to do. We prepared. Mm-hmm. But the guy that's hitting in the three-hole or the guy that was on the mound, they don't want to throw them under the bus when that's that's the easiest and most direct answer. So, yeah, give them a break. I, I agree 100% with you. Tom Howard is here from the SEC Network. Do you think if he had to do it all over again, Kalen DeBoer would have stayed in Washington? Oh. Like if he would have known what I – learned about that program covering them a couple years ago in the Alamo Bowl is that that coaching staff was very tight. Some of those guys have been together since Sioux Falls in AIA, including Grubb. The expectation is fair when you're in that scenario. Say, hey, boys, we got the Alabama job Mm -hmm. that everybody's coming. Now things have changed. And Alabama, uh, the bottom line is because Nick Saban left, he left them vulnerable anyway, and now the staff situation has left them as vulnerable as they've been maybe yeah, ever. If you're, as far as, you know, yeah, have recent history. There's no way, as you said, these guys have been together forever. There's no way he could have foreseen this coming. No, that's and, and I think that if you're hiring him, you're hiring him with the understanding of not just who you're going to come, but the kind of who's going to come with you, but the culture that you're bringing right. and all that success that they've had at Washington and previous stops before. It's everybody being integrated together. Saban was no best friend to all of his assistants, right? I mean, more turnover than any other coaching okay, staff. guys usually got bumped up. 
they knew what they were right. getting into and what they're signing they're up for. You get to work for the goat. You're getting a PhD, yeah. and then they set you off into the world. I've not asked anybody this yet, so I will. Uh, you you get to be the first. If I was going to say you got ten bucks in your pocket, it's the last ten bucks you have. Your your children are hungry, uh, <laughs> and it could all go away. Do you think Alabama's in the playoffs the next two years in a row? I'm going to give it this year and the following year. Do you think Alabama's one of twelve? Two years in a row. Two years in a row, one of 12, yes. You do. You yes. think they're in the playoffs? But I'd hedge my bet by saying I could put a giant beaver next to Nick Cellini, and he wouldn't even notice the beaver. And we've already accomplished that today. That is true. So yeah, he, um, did, he did not even know that was to his right. I'm focused like a laser. <laughs> <laughs> I, the 12-team the playoff is going to change everything, and it's the perfect time for, for Bama for example. but If you're um, going to take a tick down, you don't necessarily have to watch the playoff. You could still be in the playoff. Yeah, listen, Ole Miss was going to be in the playoff yep. this year. Missouri was yep. going to be in the playoff this year if it had been 12 teams. There's room for a below-average Alabama program okay. by their standards to still make it in. And I got no problem with that. I think you know, bring more people to the party, the more the merrier. Do you think we will see in the next two years a Whoever, and by the way, I'm not even telling you I know who the big names in college football are. This side of Lane Kiffin, he's a personality, Kirby Smart, because he wins. Do you think we'll see anybody biggish name go to the NFL? Because we are in agreement. The college job is a thousand times more difficult than the NFL job right now. I think the college job is only more difficult because the older coaches had a routine, and that routine's been drastically disrupted by not just NIL, but also the transfer portal. So I think the the portal is going to be addressed at some point. Rosters will find their stability. Whether Congress gets involved in the end or not, I don't know. But once these guys collectively bargain, hey, you can't go at five different schools in four years, pal. That stability is going to help those coaches. So a long way of saying the older guys may be more tempted to, but I think the the younger guys who have adapted, uh -huh. they're going to be fine with okay. it. I mean, there's still a lot more money for the average college, major college football coach than there's available in 30-something NFL jobs, right? And it seems like the attitude at Georgia is, look, if, if you accomplish something, we'll take care of you. But it's not going to be the other way around. Are we going to see more schools have the guts to do that? No, because they've got to compete with Georgia. Georgia is selling something, and, and this was what Kentucky basketball has sold, you know, for the last 15 year, years under John Calipari is, listen, we can give you some money. But you're coming here to make real money. You're well, coming the here then to get that pro contract. It's, it's the living room thing that Calipari talks about openly. I look around and I can tell parents, you see this house you're living in right now? You won't be living in this house in three years. Yeah. That's what sort of the pitch has always been. Play the long game and Georgia's long game. But I will tell you, Nick and I have heard this now. Uh, there are certain coaches who are more fed up with the idea that 18-year-olds are coming in with their hands out like this instead of shaking their hands. They want to know, what, what are you going to put here before I even introduce myself to you, which has become... That's a, that is a major turnoff, but what happens in the NFL, right? I mean, those the players in the NFL have more power than the head coach anyway, so it's a matter of, I guess, your perspective. Also, the player accountability hasn't... You know, Nick's talking about what Georgia has done, but that hasn't fallen in line with what they're able to access from a from a money standpoint fine you want to be paid x we're going to hold you accountable for producing and yeah. i know you're only 18 years old but you got to produce to that level and i think it's playing mind games with a lot of these do you kids believe too. the numbers the nil numbers that came out no i think he, he probably cut them by 40 percent. so in other words ones. the 2.7 million is not 2.7 million no. it's it's sort of the 
the other things what, that, that people brag about in their lives. By the way, what happens when you brag about it when you're the Tennessee Collective and you say, look at how much money we've paid out? Well, then the feds come call and you end up in a federal courthouse in Greenville, Tennessee. Do you know why? And the feds always have the answers. Remember that. Do you know why? They're asking questions they know the answers to, Tom. I've well, seen yeah. a lot of oh, gangster movies. I know what yeah, goes on. Oh, if they knock on your door, they ha yeah, no doubt about it. Because we can either leave you here tonight or we can take you with us. If you lie to us, we're going to take you with us because we already know the answer. I knew the answer when I asked Nick why he was wearing a hat. I just wanted to hear him <laughs> say it on, on the stand. So here's where baseball is different than the NBA and the NFL. Uh, we had general managers tell us in all sports that – you get close to a title or, God forbid, win a title when it comes to next year's salaries. Everybody believes they were the mo most important piece. So everybody wants more money. Everybody comes in, the agent wants more money. But in baseball, there's no reason to say we will spend $210 million because then the agents get all the money and they go, well, you have $6 million left. What are you offering my guy $2 million for? Yeah. You have $6 million. And they don't want you to know the numbers. And the collectives, it's going to be interesting. You gave that guy $1.2 million. Do you not know that I'm better than that guy? And I have all the numbers that can prove I'm better than that guy. How do I take less than him? That's the other part of the bidding that's going to get crazy is when we do what happens in arbitration. I'm better than him. How do I not get as much as him? Well, I guess I have to go down the street now. Well, it's that really won't divide crazy. a locker room or anything either. <laughs> that's, why Jorge Soler, that's why Soler takes a pay cut this year, right? Soler takes a pay cut this year and goes down once you take out his signing bonus. But nobody in the NBA is taking a pay cut no. because the 49% that they're guaranteed that they've collectively bargained continues to grow. Yep. And they got to spend it all. Or, or pretty much they got to spend that number. But in baseball, it's like Alex Anthopoulos is never going to come on here. People say, find out how much they'll spend this year. I said, why would he tell me that? No, because then I have agents saying, well, I know how much you have. Don't tell me you're poor. You've got $7 million left to the budget you were going to play to. So. That's going to trickle down into college where people are going to, and I agree with you, Nick, go get a locker room really, uh, really united when one oh. guy's standing up there realizing how much more he's making than the other. So my guys are leaving to become coordinators, leaving head coaching positions in college football. All right, go get yourself a car yep. okay. and then drive it to Alabama and have a good call this weekend. <laughs> you guys so is your son's coming today with you to do yeah. two nights of basketball? Right. We're two, okay. well, one full day. We're going to Chuck's Fish in Tuscaloosa tonight. We're going to have a big dinner. Going to watch two amazing basketball games tomorrow. Chuck's one I'll get fish. paid for. You know what their slogan is? Chuck's Fish. Any fish you wish. <laughs> I don't think that's really it. But, but it should be. Um, how old's your son? Nick's hat. Uh, my son's 15 years old. Oh, what are you, what, We're not buying him a car. No, no, no. What's the college campus thing? Is he going to be... We're looking. We're out, yeah, yeah, we're looking. I got a 17-year-old senior we're, that we've been looking to. So, it's a different world. Talk bro. about handing your money over. Come on. Yeah. Uh, In-state. Hope Scholarship. Yes, please. Everybody go play the lottery. Please. <laughs> Not me. I'm making my son be an electrician. It's the smartest thing I've heard you say. <laughs> Ever. It's <laughs> Not saying much, but I appreciate it, Tom. Tom Hart, good to see you, my good friend. Have a good guys. call this weekend. Thanks Enjoy the family time Thanks, with your boy. There he is, Tom Hart. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download The Fan app. In the market for a new vehicle? Find it now at JimEllis.com, the only place where you can shop and compare more than 4,500 cars, trucks, and SUVs from Jim Ellis Automotive's entire network of 20 dealerships. I'm Stacey Ellis, Vice President of Jim Ellis Automotive. As Georgia's largest family-owned and operated dealership group, we have lots of choices for you, including one of the largest inventories of new certified pre-owned and pre-owned vehicles in the state. 
an exclusive collection of gas, hybrid, and electric models from 20 locations, representing nearly 40 brands and featuring more than 4,500 vehicles. Start your deal online with the Jamel's Expressway and save time at the dealership or complete your entire purchase from home. Calculate your payment, determine your trade-in value, and more. And when your purchase is complete, our Jamel's Expressway delivery trucks are available to deliver your new vehicle to your home or office. Ready for a quick, easy, and convenient car buying experience? Visit jamellis.com today. Jamellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.